1: This podcast is recorded on Noongar land. We'd like to acknowledge and pay our respects to the traditional owners of the land and extend that respect to any First Nations, Aboriginal, Torres Strait Islander and their elders who are listening today. We respect their spiritual relationship with their country. Have
0: you ever wondered exactly what it is that that married man found so appealing about paying for it? Or watched the murder doco and thought, how can that monster's mother still love him? Welcome to To Be Frank, the show that invites you to step inside the world of Constance Hall as she explores the most interesting topics and people from all over the world with no BS, no filter. Now your host, Constance Hall and co-host, Claudia McLeod.
1: Hello and welcome to another episode of To Be Frank with me and Claudia. Hey Con. Hey, Claude, we're pretty excited to delve into the depths of our inner psyche land of cringe (laughs) today and bring up some stories and some history that we'd rather forget. We're talking today about the cringiest things we've ever done to get men's attention. Yeah, Many many men don't know this side of women. I guess they do, but they think it's unusual, but it's actually really common. Women are fucked.
0: We're very emotional beings, very reactive. No, they do know they just call us crazy
1: oh yeah that's true yeah that's true anyway we I just I, feel our when way when I think about these things that I've done to get men's attention <laughs> it started at such a very young age I mean
0: you've got a lot you've got a lot of stories babe do
1: you know one of the worst things is that one of our good friends Misha ended up this is someone that I went to high school with ended up marrying one of the guys that I was the most cringe with. Yeah, So I don't know if you know the full extent of me and Paul Fuchs, but <laughs> I just say his full name. Do know now? Where I grew up in Swanbourne, he was living around the corner from us, and they lived in this huge, oh. amazing house, and I lived in this little shitty shack. But had by... a great trampoline though. Great, great trampoline. trampoline. That's thanks to Mum having a rich boyfriend. Mm, one of. Yeah, one. Oh, he was probably the only really rich one. Well, he was the only one that was like clearly only there for his money, so he had to like spend it.
0: <laughs> I'm glad you got that trampoline out of him. That was awesome.
1: It was a game changer for my childhood. And so up the road was Paul folks who I was – in love with for years it was a consistent (laughs) crush do you know what I used to do denim laughs at this because denim's obviously a surfer Paul is a surfer too I got for Christmas one year I said to mom I wanted a wetsuit (laughs) and I wanted a foamy what is a foamy it's like a foam surfboard okay and so but it's shaped like a surfboard Uh,
0: I would pay money to see you try and surf
1: well, guess what I did? I put my surf, my, my wetsuit on, but I had it folded down no. so that I could still have bikinis top. <laughs> I wet my hair in the tap out the front with the hose and I grabbed my fucking foamy and I walked to the deli holding it. Like we didn't live near the beach. There was no beach. It wasn't far. You can't like, have you been walking walk back from the, the beach. beach. No, I was clearly just carrying my foamy to the deli, hoping <laughs> that Paul... Because I'd seen him occasionally going to the deli. So, of course, I went to the deli like five times a day and then... Your I, mum must have
0: just been losing it, just pissing herself.
1: I think Paul needed to like practice his kissing or something because he threw me a bone one holidays and before him and his family went away he like was walking past my house and he was like let's go for a walk and so we walked down to the I don't know if you know in like Claremont there's like Scotch College and there's like a um, stadium type thing and you you know we used to go and hang out there because you you, it wasn't private property or it kind of was but you couldn't get caught anyway so we went there and we made out I think that was the first make out I'd ever done and then he was going away and I was 11 and or 12 maybe he was three years older than me and so when he went away the people that make the, I don't know what the fuck they were doing with the pavements, but they've fucking changed the pavement concrete all over Swanbourne. And so I took to every single pavement and I wrote Paul folks for Constance Hall or PF4CH and it is still there all over Swanbourne. And Paul wanted to kill me because he didn't want anyone to know that. No, because-
0: <laughs> Some we know that's a carrying around heart. with a wetsuit on and a foamy.
1: Yes. He would have been the laughing stock of his school if if anyone knew. And, and then my best friend goes and marries him. I
0: know, a small world,
1: hey. Yeah, but you know what? When it became clear that he didn't want to be my boyfriend when he got back from the trip, <laughs> me and Annalise, who's our other best friend, we smashed eggs in his mailbox. And the eggs cooked on the mailbox in the hot summer sun and it stained the mailbox for years to come. And I would walk past and be like, (laughs) (laughs) "Sleigh!" Who's (laughs) laughing now, poor (laughs) (laughs) foots?
0: I've done eggs. I've put eggs, cracked eggs into Hugh's belongings. So Hugh is an ex-boyfriend of mine who – He suffered. He suffered a lot from my... my, (laughs) So did you. So did you. Oh, absolutely. He deserved all the eggs. So once I did, I cracked eggs into his belongings when I was returning some things of his and just, again, left them out in the sun. I don't know if he ever found them, actually. He never told me. Another time, as we were breaking up, and, you know, he'd really done something to deserve this, I put raw chicken, like, in the back of his car underneath, oh, it was like the foot mats or some... Compartment in the car door, and again, I'd, I'd still like to know whether he found that more chicken.
1: Can you tell me what your mindset was at this time? Like, were you with a friend, or were you, where did you get the chicken? Like, was it was this just something <laughs> you decided to do on your own? I'm yeah. going to the supermarket to buy raw chicken and to put it in. Hugh's no, car. I would have
0: already. I can't remember. I would have already had the chicken. There, I wasn't like. Three in
1: your mum's house, right. No, no, this is when
0: we're living together and we're breaking up. Must have got the raw chicken from the – I remember putting it in the cart and I don't know, remember how, you know, going and getting it. But I was there on my own. I was just pissed off. I was so angry. I was like, and that's going to start smelling in his car in a few weeks. And it's <laughs> summer. <laughs> <laughs> and good luck driving around there with no air con. And did he get to the bottom of it? I don't actually know. I can't remember. We'll have to um ask him. I'm sure I'll hear from him very soon after this goes to air.
1: Yeah, you will. Because yeah. We hear from him every week. He wants, desperately wants to be a part of the podcast, but Yeah, no. He brings in and tells us what to talk space. about.
0: So That was definitely my worst, but it wasn't my cringiest. Like my cringiest was my first ever love that dumped me. George. George. It was like my first real, and he just dumped my ass. And he said, Claudia, I love you, but you're more in love with me than I am with you. And I was like, you know, that heartbreak like, that never hurts yeah, that much. Yeah. You know, you just feel like you're going to yeah. die. Yeah. And I was just really cringe. Like I kept ringing and begging him to like get back together.
1: And- because, <laughs> because at that age, when you haven't I had know. your heart yet, you actually oh, think you can fix this. You yes. can make someone fix this. Even though he didn't want to.
0: And I just cringe thinking about it now. But, um, you know, we've all been there.
1: Who did you lose your virginity to?
0: A guy called Andrew Cook. He was just like a Scotch guy. I think we are going out for a couple of weeks.
1: Right at leavers. At leavers, straight after. Not long after. Right, because that's what happened to me. So like, like a couple of I months. Sued. Yeah. <laughs> I, no, I got dumped like the next day. But I don't know if it's because <laughs> I like lost my virginity or if it was because I like wrote him a tragic poem about like. <gasps> yeah, because I was always it's a kind of cute, though. No, it was a tragic poem about how des- how badly he'd like broken my heart, and my icy Aww. cold tears were slicing through <laughs> my cheeks because. <laughs> and Cute. he was like, like I just want to shag <laughs> because he would held some other girl's hand oh. it was tragic but you know because I was remember I was a frumpy teenager and I didn't have my glow up until I was 17 and then I like Totally glowed up and like lost all this weight and like grew out my weird hair. I went from being like a two to a 10 like overnight. And all of a sudden, all the guys that had like been teasing me like my whole life wanted to root me. And because I didn't have any, I didn't have any experience with rejection, I didn't need to. So I was just rooting them all. And um, I think. I went through like my worst stage because I had a boyfriend and then I broke up with him so that I could root everyone that worked at the Cot. So I got a job at the Cot when I was 18. For anyone that's not from Perth, it's like it was back then like known for having hot bar stuff. And everyone just, went
0: there on a Sunday. You'd go to it the beach and big just Sunday go there. Session. Yeah, amazing. Across
1: the road from the beach. It was just a big so root fest. Root fest. And I would have fucked maybe like 10 guys that worked there. and That's what you're at that age, you know? I know. But the boss, it was so misogynistic. Like, they were all bosses. They were all management Mm. and supervisors, all the men. And then all the girls worked under. It was just the way it worked. you know what?
0: When we were talking the other day about Jackie working at Club Bay View, it sort of got me thinking about it was like that there as well. You know, like people that used to work at the Subi and Club Bay View, which are, for you know, you listeners that don't know where Perth is, it's just your... Popular place to go in the sort of western suburbs, those nightclubs, and all the young girls girls would want to would want to shag. Like the managers of these places, who were like in their twenties, late -hmm. twenties, thirties.
1: Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. And there was a couple that were kind of cute that I, you know, still live in contact with now. But in general, I'm like, I had the worst experience. This isn't actually cringe. This is just gross. Like the boss's younger brother. Who was like the boss of the glasses of the men. He took me out on one Thursday night. We were all drinking there and he like grabbed my hand and pulled me out to the backyard. And he was like, not an attractive guy. Like other <laughs> girls might have had a crush on him, but I wasn't into that. He had a real jock look. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like not my thing. I always liked the grungy looking guys, but he sort of like, no. put, he sort of like put <laughs> me on a table, like, like sat me down on a table and was like, come on, then. And I was like, what? And he was like, "Oh come on, you fucked everyone else here," <laughs> and I was just like, "No, I'm not fucking." Whoa, yeah, that's but that is what it was like there, and yeah. And, um, I was living when I was living with this manager there, and he was such a cunt when I look back at it. I mean, everyone thought he was so nice he's the nice guy, but we were sleeping together for a good like five months. I didn't sleep with anyone else. he slept with so many other people and didn't tell mm. anybody that we were together., we were sleeping together when we lived together, and the most embarrassing time, like I just wanted to die. I was having a shower. He had all of his mates over and they were all watching football. And he comes and knocks on the shower door and he goes, hey, mate. And I'm like, yeah. And he goes, you're going to have to be a bit more careful with what you do with your tampons. Nemo, his fucking dog, has just grabbed one out of the bin and dropped it in the middle of the lounge room. It was wrapped up in toilet paper. We had a bin. But oh, we didn't
0: have a- you've just reminded me this has happened to me on like more than one occasion. And That's always, it. yep and always at the start of a relationship like I remember the first time I stayed over at the father of my children's house and we had and yeah I had my period and and the dog went and pulled all the stuff out of the bin it's right in front of us it's just mortifying so anyone there that hasn't had that happen keep in mind if there is a dog around and you've got your period (laughs) that dog will find your used sanitary items and pull them out and place them in front of everyone like a a token. It's yeah. like a cat with a dead well, bird.
1: That's it. This guy, Pete, actually said it looks like a dead mouse. <laughs> They're so proud. They love it. <laughs> but they love undies as called, well. I called my mum. I was like crying <laughs> in the bathroom and I said, Mum, you need to come and get me because Pete's a cunt. And mum oh. was like, I was like, I'm just going to open my bedroom window and climb out. <laughs> and yeah. mum was like, I'm not letting him get away with that. So she like knocked on the door and she was like, Grow up. <laughs> Go Jackie Go mum See and know I was only 18 Nowadays Aww. I would be like Grow ah, up hair. hair Sucked in Fucking pick it up with your teeth it's Yes
0: A man of our You know That we'd be dating now Wouldn't behave like that I'm sure True So What else so, have we got From some queens Any more what, Actually what's your worst well, no What's your worst?
1: It's not even that bad, but it still makes me cringe Mm -hmm. because you know, when things are just like, I couldn't even tell Denim because I was too cringe thinking the other day about when I turned 21. I was like in general quite feral. Like I, you know, would wear no shoes and whatnot, messy hair. But on my twenty first birthday I went and got a spray tan and a guy that I worked with put beautiful extensions in my hair and he curled them all and I had the half of my head shaved, but it was all in a cool little pattern. And I just looked smoking hot the day after. You know, like the day after you get married or something, you still look hot, you've mm-hmm. got the eyelashes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I was punching above my weight anyway because I didn't usually look like that. But I Yeah, but you would have went- been
0: exuding that energy just thinking you were so hot. I was, felt hot.
1: Exactly. So I I went to see my friend at work who was lived, who worked next door to these DJs, this DJ shop, this like records shop, and it was notoriously where the hot guys worked. And so, I'd had the, a crush on this DJ for ages, right? Like everyone loved him. He I can't even mention his name because he blocked me on Facebook. Um, I don't. <laughs> he got a
0: restraining order. So, yeah, I we better not.
1: Yeah, I, I don't think I'm allowed to say his name. <laughs> but anyway, so I went in looking for him. But lo and behold, the other guy that was working there was working there. And he was like even hotter or just as hot, just in different ways. And he was like, oh, hey. And he was like, what's your name? And I'm like, Constance. And he ended up getting my phone number and I think we caught up once and I don't think he was impressed by the fact that I was an apprentice hairdresser but I used to have this habit of like talking up my job like if I'd done a photo shoot because the salon that I worked at they were always talking themselves up a lot like you weren't just a hairdresser you were a hairstylist and when Annalise worked there she wasn't just like receptionist she was like events coordinator. <laughs> you know what I mean like Everyone had a job title. And so the only thing that kind of pricked his ears up a little bit was when I said that I'd worked on fashion shoots, which I hadn't. I just ha- handed hairdressers hairspray on fashion you shoots. You just passed but, up. <laughs> but I'm a, I'm really good at reading people. So when I read that, he thought that that was kind of cool. I was like, yeah, you know, like I'm just... I just get called when there's a big shoot in town which is all lies and then um he didn't call we didn't like nothing happened we didn't have sex he knew he realized I think on our date that he was like way punching down and and he didn't need to see me again so then for some weird reason whenever I would get drunk I would send him one of those accidental messages Uh,
0: that wasn't meant for you sorry
1: yeah but I was like Oh my god, I can't even say it. Like <laughs> I was like pretending that I was writing back some incredible to some like incredible stylist about a shoot that I was. <laughs> like, name, I was like, name dropping yourself? I was, like, yeah, I was like, you know, just make sure the lighting's right. <laughs> <laughs> Until one night at like two a.m., I got a message back because he'd never written back either. I got a message back that said, "This is really embarrassing. Can you stop texting me?" <laughs>
0: I'm dead.
1: I'm dead. Look, I'm going red. I can't even think about I it. I love
0: that for you. Why did he have to say something? He could have just blocked and deleted you.
1: I know. What an asshole! He could have just, Aww. like, said I'm, like, really happy that you're, a, like, you know. A, a <laughs> you're stylist. killing it in your, in your career. <laughs> what a fuck. I
0: mean,
1: anyway, so to pay back at him, I ended up um, flirting with the DJ that I originally liked right so everybody knows this story because it was really shockingly weird so like I would every time I was get drunk I would send him a message and see where he was and where he was playing and stuff he never seemed to be drunk and that which was fine I was in my early 20s and I was always drunk or on drugs or you know just yeah I think DJs take
0: more drugs than they do drink because like, they have to be
1: Mm, yeah, the always got a bottle of water, haven't they? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And anyway, so one night finally he was like, Are you gonna come over? And I was like, Fuck, you don't have to tell me twice. So I drive <laughs> in town, he texts I'm out the front, front anyway, address. babe. I'm just <laughs> yeah. he texts me his address and I get there. And Melbourne <gasps> is full of, not full of, but there's a lot of commission housing yeah. in Melbourne. Yep. And so they take me to a commission flat. And I'm like, okay. For a young guy, that's weird. Like they're usually families. Hmm. A young guy who's a DJ, like Hmm. it was a bit odd. Get there. He asked me to take his shoes off. He said, we're Muslim. And I was like, Hmm. okay, interesting. Hmm. He said, we live with my brother. Shh. My brother's a bit of a psycho. I was like, oh, good. (laughs) Commission housing, two young boys. One's a psycho, no shoes. So get inside. He's playing music on his computer, but he's playing a weird fucking like ambient trance song, which has the wording. To like, you know how sometimes ambient trance songs have wording to like books or word like words rather than lyrics.
0: Oh my god! This and and the, the,
1: get this the the lyrics that were being read out of the song they was playing was from the book Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus.
0: Did you run?
1: No, I stayed to fuck him because I was desperate, <laughs> and so. <laughs> I I had brought vodka over because I thought we were going to (laughs) party and he wasn't drinking. I must have drank the whole bottle of vodka on my own. I even remember getting up to go to the toilet and knocking my drink over on his carpet floor and feeling like, oh, fuck, you're not even allowed to wear shoes here. I've just put half a bottle of vodka. Anyway, so then we start making out and he does the old head push. Push down. Which is, it's so rapey, but I used to just agree to it because I was a loser. And I didn't have my women's lib Mm. fucking revolution yet. So I went down on him and it was the first time I'd ever come across shaved balls, completely shaved, like Steggall's Mm. chicken. Mm. And I was really fucking shocked. Then...
0: (laughs) (laughs) What did you do? Did you conceal your shock or were you just... I just
1: kept going with it. But then he cocked his leg up on the wall. Like imagine a guy with really long legs puts one leg up on the wall like he's in a porn movie and is like making sounds and saying things while getting this head job. It was the worst experience. Why was the leg up on the wall? I don't know. I don't know why he did that. So you have these Sigals
0: chicken balls
1: right there. <laughs> this ball sack is like ch- I'm choking on this like bald ball sack. And then he's cocked his leg right up and I ended up calling a cab. And the cab <laughs> the cab driver picked me up from the flats. And then he was driving me dropping me off at my friend's house. And instead of dropping me off at my friend's house, he dropped me off at the fucking commission flats next door to my friend's house. Cause he just thought that I lived in commission flats and I was or I was someone that just All goes right. from
0: cannot cope. Please.
1: It was. Which was really, <laughs> the whole thing was really fucking weird. And then he didn't answer my next text. I still text him <laughs> back.
0: <laughs> Why? Why did you text him back? Because he was say? cool.
1: He was really cool. And well, anyway, years later, I, I don't know what I said, but years later, my sister was working at a bar and he came in and he was like, do I know you? And she was like, yeah, I'm Constance's big sister and she said that he just went kind of pale and walked away so I don't know what kind of an impression I left on him but I'm not the one yeah. with the shave. maybe he was offended by my non-shaved was maybe she- <laughs> he was he was
0: like can you believe this so I thought I'd chuck a spready so she knew she needed to start shaving <laughs> who knows
1: but mm. I always thought to myself like if you I don't know much you know I'm gonna say I don't know a huge amount about the Muslim culture but if you're so Strictly religious that you have to take your shoes off to enter your own house. Are you allowed to get head jobs off random girls?
0: Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear, and t-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombus. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes.
1: Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for twenty percent off your first purchase. Don't know. I don't know. I guess that's you know, we're gonna have to throw
0: that to the list. We're gonna have to fo- th- yeah. Let's let's ask them. I really don't know. But-
1: I often feel like huh? I don't even I don't even remember the other guy's name, the one that told me to stop texting him. But I often think if I knew his name and number, I would just send him a little cheeky. How's Just it going? On the, just, just on a studio shoot.
0: Yeah. I'll <laughs> 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 oh, do it. You've got to find that out. You can't. You don't know his name. Oh, I think when 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 you put the call out to people to put their stories in, most of them were like that mixtapes and like the sneaky calls.
1: Yeah, and the drive-bys. The like drive finding a reason to go. Yeah,
0: we've mm. all done that. How bad is it when they see you and you get caught during the drive-by? <gasps> I've had that happen a few times.
1: What about when like you're in love with a guy who drives a van and so every guy that walks past drives past with a van you end up like flirting with, but it's not them, it's like some old creep? I've never been in love
0: with someone that drives a van.
1: Really? You haven't done the tradie thing?
0: Not a van. They've ha- always had utes.
1: You know, when I first moved to Margaret River, I was walking to a bar in Margaret River from my house, which, as you know, is not far. I was obviously walking because I was drinking that night. Everybody that I was meeting was already at the bar, and I must have had to go home to do something. Anyway, I'm walking there, and the sun's just gone down, so it must have been like eight. A guy drove past in a van pulls over and my brother used to tease me like I'd go, Will, can you walk me home or can you drive me home or whatever? My brother would be like, people don't get raped in Margaret River. You can walk yourself home. I'm like, just moved there. This guy pulls over in a white van and he goes, excuse me, could you just come here for a sec? Can you, can, he was a bit nervous. I just really want to have sex. Would you fuck me for a thousand bucks? No shit. Wow. What did you say? Well, my book had just sort of really taken off so I didn't need the money. Mm. So... Um, <laughs> <laughs> had it been a few months earlier. Do you know what I mean? I was look like, Look at that van was that, looking mighty cool. appealing. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, You're two oh, months too late, baby. <laughs> oh, what else have you got? What other stories have people got? You can pull them up. They're just on our Queen's um Well, do you know what? Netflix. I actually had to yesterday I had a techie
0: techie guy come to my house. He took my phone, my brand new phone, the whole back of it smashed. Thank God it wasn't the front. So I'm using this old iPhone, I don't even know what it is, but oh, I had to have it plugged in all the time because the um, battery dies. Ivy's iPad, Alba's phone, so I gave him all our fucked devices, so I'm basically not on social media until tomorrow. I'm hanging on by a thread. So you're going to have to read them out.
1: When I was a shy five-year-old, a boy that, boy, this is from one of our Frankie's guys, a boy that both my friend and I liked said he kissed the girl nearest his height, just to guarantee my win. <laughs> I bent my knees to give me the extra edge and was declared the winner. Feeling quite giddy and nervous, I built up my courage and went to peck him on the lips, but instead I just loudly coughed in his face. (laughs) 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 Just one loud barking cough right up close in his face. I'll never get over that. (laughs) So a little bit more recent history. In 2013, I broke up with my father of my children and I like went off the rails for six months. Like not drugs drinking off the rails, but just like, you know, rebound off the rails when you're actually really tragic.
0: I remember this time and I will say that when I was talking to one of our mutual friends, I was like, she's really not that great single.
1: (laughs) Oh my god. Well, she's she is just understatement. Right? Understatement. Yeah. But Even did, my auntie was like, the world's not ready for you, single, please. It did die single. down though, I must say. Only when I got back together with my ex. Like, honestly, I'm just I'm an emotional wreck <laughs> when I'm single. And so I started sleeping with a guy that we went to high school with, whose name I won't mention because I still have to see him at parties and stuff. Okay, his name is James. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so like James was seeing me and another girl, but he was telling me that he wasn't seeing this other girl. He ended up marrying this other girl. So it was obviously meant to be (laughs) James. Like he kept saying to me, No, I'm not seeing her. I'm not seeing her. So I would do random like spring over, you know, just pop in, visit, (laughs) see if he was (laughs) seeing anyone. And I decided to do one really late at night. I was drunk. I I caught a taxi. There was no Ubers back then. And um, I got to his house and so he lived in an apartment on the beach, and the way that he would lock his front door was it was this glass sliding door. He would put like a stick. Or like a piece uh. of wood, you know what I mean. Uh. So you can't get it very far open. So you can only open it like ten centimeters, mind you. I'm skinny as fuck at the time. That's probably why I was single. <laughs> so I was like, "I'm hard. I'm out of here." And so I wedged it open the ten centimeters, and then I like tried to get in, and I've like shimmed in, and I've managed to get one of my boobs in on my side, <laughs> but then I got I was stuck and I couldn't. <laughs> and so and it's all dark inside. He's not fucking home, and I just hear this this is a little awkward, isn't it? And I look up and the guy living on the apartment upstairs was like hanging his head over the thing. And he was like, are you right there? <laughs> one tit in, one tit out. Yes. Anyway, and so then like. <laughs> I didn't know the
0: boot bit. That's great.
1: It was terrible. He helped me out. But <laughs> then, then, so this guy that I was seeing, he ended up like right in front of my face choosing this other girl one night when we were both there. And it was all really tragic and really awful and, and, fucked like he was a fucking pussy as well just just be honest you know what I mean so I am never one to like compete with another woman like if there's another woman around I just walk away I don't like that at all do you know what I mean so I left and then I sent her like a really (laughs) nasty message telling her all the things that he'd said about her and I don't know I was in a really bad state of mind at the time and now when we go to like 40ths and weddings and stuff and they're there, I have to tell Den's every time because he's got the worst memory because of his brain. Oh, age. you I'm have like, to remember? retell the story. Yeah. And I'm like, oh. remember? And then I sent that really <laughs> cunty message and I stalked him and then he chose her and Denz's like, oh, that's right. And I'm like, okay, so we are hot and we are cool and we are happy. <laughs> and <laughs> And we're rich, all right? <laughs> Put the hat on. <laughs> oh, you poor thing, you got to relive it all the time. All the time. Uh, yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, well. But I actually still kind of like him, like not in a sexual way, obviously. Yeah, like, he's, he's a lovely guy. Yeah, and he's funny. He just really couldn't handle being with me at the time because I was... Breaking into uh, his house? Yeah, there was that, but you know, (laughs) Denz thinks that kind of stuff's cute, (laughs) but he couldn't handle the divorce. Like, you know, when you first broke up with someone and the ex is still Uh like, "Ah." yeah, and not every man is okay with that. In fact, many aren't, I've come to learn.
0: Absolutely. Yep. 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 You've got to wrap that shit up before you start something else.
1: I know, but it's really hard for some women. Like, if your ex is not letting you go, oh, it could be years. You know, like, it could be years. And I I'm not one to judge women that you know overlap or when men yeah. go. Uh, she hadn't broken up with me by the time she started. Like bullshit. She probably fucking had. You're just playing the victim now and saying once she met someone else, you want to pretend that you guys were still together and everyone's falling. And for
0: as it. we all know, when relationships are ending, the person that's doing the ending has usually checked out way before it actually happens so exactly it's very different you can
1: you can kind of remember the moment you know what I mean like you're in a relationship and one day you're they're out and you're thinking I wish they'd come back where are they you're calling them and then it's like happens overnight all of a sudden you're like fuck I hope they don't come back.
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh they're back when are they going again
1: (laughs) oh did you cheat you start getting excited Did (laughs) looking
0: for a reason to get out
1: have you met the nanny? She's old enough. She's <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: oh no! No no no!
1: Claudia, you haven't mentioned my new hair colour.
0: It looks amazing. Well, I saw it yesterday. I had a sneak peek yesterday. It
1: does okay. look. Oh, you know the colour! You know what I did, yeah. But you know what I did though, Claude? I dyed it blonde because I want to have a cute short chic blonde bob. And I always, it's always been my advice as a Hairdresser, when people are like, I just feel like a change. I think your hair is such an important reflection of who you are. Oh, huge! It changes the whole And if you feel like on. a change, then you need to fucking do give yourself a change. And you know, as a hairdresser, you know that if the shorter your hair is, the easier it is to go blonde because you don't have all the broken head yeah. bits.
0: You do look really cute with a blonde
1: bob. Yeah, I think so. But yesterday I bleached it blonde. I bleached it twice. I used Olaplex yeah. so that I didn't fry it too much. But I got it up to like a level nine. It was bright orange. Yeah, and then. Sorry, excuse this if you're not hairdressers. This is a bit of hairdress talk. I put a fucking seven on the roots because I love a seven root, but I used 30 volts so I thought it wouldn't go too dark. It expanded and now the whole fucking thing's basically black, just fried again. (sighs) What, I know.
0: What shampoo have you been using? Maybe it's that.
1: What do you mean? I don't know. Like, well, why, did, why did that happen? It? Because seven is darker than I remembered it, maybe.
0: <laughs> oh, anyway. I, look, you, you'll get there. You've just got to give it a bit of a rest for a while. I think so. Re- I do think I just got to.
1: And then I think it's just going to be foils. It's not going to be stripping yeah, again. Yeah,
0: and just, yeah, put lots of protein masks in it.
1: Mm. So I want to change
0: mine, but I want to grow it out. So I'm sort of putting it off because I want to do it. Claudia,
1: you need to go blonde as well. Mm. I love you, Blonde. I love you with your orange, natural, you know, roots. And with blonde in here. it.
0: All right. That might be happening.
1: And then we can re-photo shoot for, to be frank, and we can do like a really hot, like, oh, my God, let's do like an OnlyFans photo shoot. where We're <laughs> looking. So-
0: we're going to have to work on an OnlyFans episode because I'm really interested in OnlyFans. Just okay, so seems like everyone, everyone is doing OnlyFans now. Like everything you, you look go- at, there's a link to OnlyFans and everyone's doing it. So I'm just curious. So if there's anyone out there that wants to talk to us about, their OnlyFans fans pages candidly yeah. i want to hear about fetishes you. yeah i would
1: i mean i want to know if there's a guy out there that could fetish this ugly foot <laughs>
0: there are people you think of it there's someone out there into it
1: crazy because you know i'm actually jealous of people with fetishes i would love to have a fetish yeah you said that before Mm. I don't think you can
0: just make yourself have a fetish. You've either got it or you don't. I know
1: what turns me on. I know that like you know how some women get super turned on by being really dominant? That's not me.
0: Yes, neither.
1: I'm not submissive. Like I don't want to be like whipped or hurt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think because I have so much control over everything I do all day, every day, Mm
0: -hmm, like, mm -hmm. you know,
1: like any good woman in 2023, I am the boss of the house. I am the boss at my work. You don't want to be the boss in the bedroom. I just would like someone else to take control and just yeah, and dense is a bit while you lie there on your phone. Do you know what I mean?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know what you mean.
1: And so sorry, Billy Violet, if you're watching, listening, maybe you shouldn't listen to my podcast. Oh, tell about me sex. about
0: it. The kids are overhearing <laughs> about it. I'm loving it. <laughs> so I had a really traumatic experience this week, Con. What I had, well, we had the whole household had our first snake of the season on our front lawn. So we've been living in this house now for two years, almost two years. This is our second, going into our second summer. And I was saying to my husband the other day that I think, because we only had like one snake sighting last year, like close to our house. It was curled up, you know, sunbathing on the road.
1: But just to be clear to our listeners, she doesn't live in the fucking city. I well, mean, in the fucking country. Well, like, no, but
0: we live, so this area, I'll get to it in a minute. Anyway, the neighbour came over and told my stepson there was a massive, tiger snake hanging out on our lawn all day and I was like oh no here we go like you know it's not even hot yet anyway I've since been doing all my research mm. and I think I'm gonna have to get some vibrating snake repellent right so you want vibrating so what happens is you put they're like little stakes and you put them into the ground and there's a set where you have got to do it quite deep into the ground and they emit these little vibrations and you know because the snakes don't like Movement and vibrations—they move away from it, so it's supposed to repel them away from your house. I don't mind them being out there down by the lake; that's fine. Don't come up to the house.
1: Tiger snakes dangerous?
0: They're very dangerous. If they are provoked, they're quite aggressive. So this area where we live is apparently the most populated tiger snake area in Perth, followed by Bibra Lake, and then there's two up sort of Dune up Way. So I did know this, but now that it's happening and I'm in it, I'm completely freaking out.
1: You know, do you want me and Denz to come for a sleepover? Because he's like, he loves snakes. He'll like grab it and take it down to the lake. What is with these people? I don't know. They're crazy. They're brought up in the bush. They're a different breed. Yeah. Someone else I, I knew when we moved in, he said, Oh,
0: my auntie and uncle used to live across the road. We used to play with the tiger snakes when we were little. I was like, What?
1: Yeah, that's just. Why would so you do that? that? My kids are a bit like that. Like, they would love it. But, you know, that's what we call a low life expectancy. <laughs> See, I'm just <laughs> not a snake person. So I'm having a bit no. of a freak out. I'm okay if they're down there,
0: but not up near the house.
1: Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I was having a wee through the toilets at Greystown Beach yeah and there was like a carpet snake carpet yeah. python and it was curled up in the like roof like wall in the wooden you know? beams mm. yeah yeah yeah. and I was struggling to get my wee out like I was just looking at it just going no I know they're not poisonous and all the rest of it yeah but they're pretty east carpet pythons but you know who can tell? I couldn't tell what kind of a snake. People think that because we're Australian we'd be able to know, but I don't know what kind of a snake's poisonous no, and what isn't. No, you
0: don't. You do have to know what you're doing with them, like, to identify them. The ones we've got are tiger snakes. They're quite, they're like a yellow stripe. They're quite obvious.
1: Right. But, yeah, all
0: the brown ones, I don't know.
1: Well, a brown snake is the, like, most dangerous, isn't it?
0: I think so. And a duguite, they're brown.
1: Hmm. Someone oh. died just down at my beach, like, yeah. in Freo. stepped on one. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Anyway, pray for me. I was watching a TikTok the other day and it was like, if, you, if you're if you scared of spiders, don't look at this. Scroll on. And he's like, everyone in this whole bar is filming this spider. Look at the size of it. And I swear it was the size of like your little toenail. And it was like, didn't even look aggressive. I need to come to Australia. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we really do have some really crazy, deadly wildlife, don't we?
1: <laughs> we really do. We really do. And then there's the sharks. I mean, yeah. Yeah, and whenever I'm in Margaret River and the kids are swimming in rivers, people always message me because my following is a lot from the UK and they'll be like, sorry if I'm sounding naive, but aren't you scared of crocodiles? And I'm like, no, we have fucking great whites. No one gives yeah, a shit yeah, about yeah. crocodiles yeah. in yeah. Perth. Yeah, well, they do it
0: north, though. They're quite, they're pretty full on.
1: But you know what? We could do a um a shark episode because we know quite a few people. One of denim's friends has had his leg bitten off by yeah. a shark. We know the the guy who does all the drum lines. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I think it's fascinating. I always, I don't know, I'm a creep like that, though. I find myself doing a deep dive of shark attacks and mm. what's been caught on film and stuff. Mm. It's pretty well, was fucking a, scary. A poor,
0: that young girl that was um, attacked in the river, that was
1: horrific.
0: Oh, horrific. Recently, that was just. My
1: kids were swimming in there like the day yeah, before. You yep. think you're in the river. Yep. That was a, uh, was that a tiger shark? You it got was, tiger was sharks, yeah. I think. Got tiger sh- Have Australians it... just run out of names? Like next it'll be a lion shark. Yeah, everything's a <laughs> tiger,
0: tiger shark. me. <laughs> (laughs)
1: oh all right until next time let's hope claudia's alive next week guys yeah
0: anyone with any snake catching advice and deterrent advice let me know
1: or anyone with any advice on how to get over your cringy memories (laughs) from your past (laughs) and i think it's just helpful to talk about it
0: i'm feeling much better about mine there's nothing worse than it's you've got to hear someone else's story that's worse and then you feel better
1: i hope that guy messages me (laughs) Do you know who else I nearly had a fling with? Oh. Sam Worthington.
0: No. I'm
1: not kidding. Well, it wasn't nearly had a fling. So do you remember my boyfriend, Connor? He was the reason I got kicked off Big Brother because I lied about having a boyfriend and then I got kicked off. Anyway, so he, him and me were breaking up after Big Brother and I was sitting at the Prince of Wales and a guy comes and says to me, can I sit with you? And I've gone... Are you? And he goes, yeah. I said, were well, you on Love My Way? <laughs> and He goes, yeah. Because remember that show? I that do. Do you know ever. what that?
0: It was the best show ever. But look, and I love Sam Worthington, but fucking hell, he was terrible on Love My terrible Way. I re- rewatched it recently and was like, um, it was I know the worst acting, so
1: stiff. What? How did <laughs> you get that gig? Maybe he was reading Claudia Carmen because she produced it. Uh, I don't know. I think she's she was married for anyway. That's another. But st- especially when you see him next to yes. um, Ben Mendelssohn, yes. who is my favourite actor of all time. Oh my God, me too. He's just the best. Anyway, so Sam goes, Can I see here? And I said, Sure. And then someone walking past said hi to me. They said, Are you Constance from Big Brother? And I was like, Oh no, stop. And then someone else walked past said hi to him. So we kind of looked at each other and gave each other the oh look, we're both well known. Hi. And I said, What are you doing in Melbourne? And he said, Well, you wouldn't believe this. I came to visit my best friend. I was surprising him for the weekend because I had the weekend off. But I just went to his house and his dad's told me he's out of fucking town for the weekend. So now I'm here. And I was like, oh, my God, and I'm here. And then two <laughs> seconds later, Connor, my ex-boyfriend, shout out if you're listening for ruining my relationship with Sam, <laughs> he pulls up in a car that he'd borrowed and was like, jump in, jump in, jump in. And I was like, what, why? And he's like, because we need to go and sign the end of our lease or do something. And I was like, oh, my God, I hate you. And he was like beeping, like in traffic, like jump in. And I was like, "Uh, bye, Sam. And I got in the car. Wow. I, I that story didn't you? Well, there you go. Celeb Encounters. <laughs> let's go. do it. Oh, my God, let's do a celeb shout-out, Celeb Encounters. I love Celeb Encounters. Yeah, that's a good one. Been- mm-hmm. Yeah, I love hearing what they really like because some of them are so great and some of them are just twats.
0: Actually, James has got a great one. I'm not going to okay, spill great. the beans. It's fantastic.
1: Okay, let's do it next week. All
0: right, sounds good.
1: Can't wait. Love you, Frankies. Bye. Bye.
0: Thanks for listening to another episode of To Be Frank. If you enjoyed this episode and want more, be sure to click follow. And leaving a review helps others find the podcast. Join us next time as we explore more interesting topics and people from all over the world. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen,